We must be looking beyond our circumstances to God as our power and wisdom, says Thomas Baer. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Let's dive into episode 29 today as we look at Proverbs 2.6. We're going to look at it in two different translations, talk about the language and meaning, and connect it to our everyday life by asking ourselves some questions. But before we get started, let's pray. Father, I so appreciate the opportunity to speak your word, to read the word that you have given us that gives us life. And as I go through it today, I pray that you would, Spirit, that you would open it to our hearts, that we would have understanding, that you would teach each one of us the thing that you want us to come away with. Pray that you would convict us if we need convicting, that you would encourage us if we need encouraging, that you would um, teach us what we need to understand. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's take a look at Proverbs 2.6. The CSB says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. In the Living Bible, this is how it reads. For the Lord grants wisdom. His every word is a treasure of knowledge and understanding. We're going to look at a couple of ideas today in this verse, and then we're going to look at a few examples of this verse in action. So first, I want you to remember where we are in the if-then-for statement that we've been working our way through all week. So it's saying, if you take these actions, like accepting God's word, storing it up, seeking after wisdom, then we had yesterday that you would have an understanding of the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. Today, we get to because. So we're talking about the source of wisdom. How can we know that we are going to have the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God? Because wisdom comes from God. What is the source? The short answer is simply God. Now it's very clear in this verse that wisdom comes from the Lord. And we tend to look for it in a whole slew of other places, right? Sometimes we might look at to a teacher or an education for wisdom. We might look for policies or laws or government for wisdom. We might look to organizations, whether that's civic organizations or nonprofit organizations, that they would have wisdom. We might look to friends and family. Some people would uh, seek wisdom through their friends or through advice from their family. Some people might seek wisdom from pastors or spiritual directors, from books or websites or small groups that they join. All of those are places where we seek after wisdom, but we should be looking to God because this verse says wisdom comes from God. Now, is it possible to gain wisdom from those places? Yes. God might have given them wisdom also, and he very often will confirm things with friends or pastors or spiritual directors. But we should also be going to the source for our wisdom. We have just as much access to God as anyone else. The verse says, from his mouth comes wisdom. That's an anthropomorphism. (laughs) I'm shocked that I said that correctly the first time. I was not going to Like you wouldn't even have noticed that I said that. Anthropomorphism. That is giving something non-human, human human characteristics. And God is very non-human, right? 
we give him human characteristics because it makes it easier for us to understand. It indicates that the Lord is the immediate source or author of wisdom. Because when we speak, that's when someone else can listen or hear or understand. He is the author of wisdom. It is worth noting that because of the incarnation, many of these anthropomorphisms that we find in scripture actually became literal in the person of Jesus, which is really amazing. We've talked about understanding yesterday, but let's review it just a little bit. Understanding does not just mean a possession of the facts. A person of understanding is one who can use what he or she knows wisely in real life situations. It has an aspect of moral character. It's a component of character. It's not just merely a function of intelligence. So it's not just how smart we are. It has a component of our moral character. The basic idea presented is one of judgment. The person with understanding can make distinctions between options. Given a set of information, the person who has understanding is able to discern best and right choices. Ray Pritchard says that understanding is, quote, an inexhaustible fountain of practical truth that God gives to those who are good students of their own decisions. By contrast, fools never learn. And so God's discipline is wasted on them. Let's take a look at a few examples of people from the Old Testament. The first is Bezalel. Exodus 31.3 says, I have filled him, meaning Bezalel, with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all kinds of craftsmanship. This is the very first instance recorded in scripture of a person being filled with the Holy Spirit, which is fascinating, right? I personally love that he was an artist. Do you notice what he received in addition to skills? He received all kinds of skills in his artistry, but listed before skills and talent was wisdom. That was actually the first thing on the list. I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and all kinds of craftsmanship. He then directed the crafting of the items for the Hebrews tent of meeting, which is God's dwelling place among the Jews when they were between Egypt and the promised land. I forgot, I should have set up the story. You were like, who is this guy? That's who he was. He directed the crafting of the items for the tent. God's gift of wisdom to Daniel and his friends is the other one that we'll take a look at today. It literally changed their life and it has the same potential for our lives. I'm gonna read you three different scriptures. Daniel 1.17 says, as for these four youths, God gave them knowledge and intelligence in every branch of literature and wisdom. Daniel even understood all kinds of vision and dreams. Now, Daniel was serving a foreign king. He and his three friends who were in the court had been taken from their homeland, brought to Babylon, re-educated, renamed, and placed in the service of the king. And God granted them knowledge, intelligence, and wisdom. Daniel 2.21 says, It is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. So Daniel is acknowledging that God is the one who gives wisdom to wise men. In 2.23, he says, To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise, for you have given me wisdom and power. Even now you have made known to me what is requested of you, for you have made known to us the king's matter. Wisdom has the ability to change our lives. 
and we need to make sure that we're looking for it in the right place. Robert Hubbard says, What is implicit in all of Proverbs, chapter 2 makes brightly explicit. Wisdom comes from God, and no one can enjoy it who does not choose God's path. That's a really great quote. I love that quote. So let's ask ourselves some questions. We all have go-tos when we want wisdom and advice. What's yours? Where do you typically go when you're looking for wisdom? How often when you're seeking wisdom, are you actually just looking for affirmation or permission? So often we really just want someone to tell us what we want to hear, right? How often are you actually looking for wisdom? What would it look like in the life of a Christian if they were seeking wisdom from things other than God? What does that actually look like? What are some practical examples that you can think of of a Christian looking for wisdom outside of God? How could wisdom change your life? If you were a recipient of God's wisdom, how would that change your life? How would your life look different? How can you make certain that you are seeking wisdom only from God? If you want a place to write down these answers, and I've been keeping track of them on my notes, and now I'm regretting that. I need to go back and fill in the answers so that I have them all in one place. So I need to download my own journal pages. If you want some journal pages to keep track of answers or think about them a little bit longer and write down the answers We offer a free set of journal pages each Sunday evening in an email. And if you would like to be on that list to receive those journal pages, you can go to getwisdom.link backslash email. Getwisdom.link backslash email. As for me, I think I tend to rely on other people, other people and research, like written things for wisdom. I think I have viewed my access to God's wisdom as unreliable in the past. I think I've treated it like a vending machine. Like I have a problem to solve. I ask God for wisdom. I wait for a moment for the flash of insight that's sure to come. And if I don't receive it, then I'm like, okay, I guess it didn't work that time. And I move on to other sources of wisdom or insight or information. I am not saying I'm proud of that. I am not saying that that is how it works. It doesn't work that way generally. That is not what we're talking about when we're talking about wisdom. Can he do that? Yes. But is that the real path to wisdom? No. So I am repenting of that and am now in a place of know better, do better, right? When we know better, we can do better. And so as we work this way through the study, I am learning to see it differently. I'm learning to understand the process more clearly and learning how to adjust my thinking and my behavior. How about you? What will you do with what you've learned today? Let's close in prayer. Lord, I'm so grateful that you offer us your wisdom, that we have access to the wisdom of God. But we don't want it just so that we can succeed at something or solve a problem. Give us the wisdom so that we can know you better and love you better, so that we can love other people better, and so that we can build a life that honors you. Grant us the kind of wisdom that will change our hearts into looking more and more like Christ's every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you found this broadcast helpful, share it with a friend. Things are just more fun and we grow faster when we have friends along for the ride.